Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is I'm Winning Too. I'm excited to get into it, but before I do, I just want to announce to you that our book, The Culture of Empowerment, is now available on audible.com. We've had so many people mention to us, wow, we just love your podcasts or we just want to hear your books in audio. I have one book, uh, Igniting Faith in 40 Days, that's in audio, that's available at the Bethel uh, store, Bethel.com, their store. And this is one that we've just done. And The Culture of Empowerment, How to Champion People, Bill Johnson, my senior leader here at Bethel Church, we unpack his quote, my goal is not to build a big church, but to build big people. And whether you're a parent, whether you're a church leader, a business leader, a teacher, anybody who wants to influence people, this is such a great book. I wrote it with my brother Phil, uh, who's got a Ph.D., in speech communications, and also with Melissa Amato, who was with me for many years. So that's something that's that's so good, the culture of empowerment <clears throat> audio, and I'll, I'll talk about that next week in, in our podcast. But let's get right into this one. I'm winning too. We've got seven grandchildren. When our oldest grandchild, Caden, was about three, we were in a park here in Reading, and we were finishing our walk in the park and his family and Wendy were up by the cars, Wendy, my wife, and um, and I was there, you know, on the trail and Caden was slow. He was last. So I needed to pull out some high-level motivational skills. So I said to Caden, hey, Caden, let's race. There was no movement. <laughs> so I turned it up a notch to a higher motivational uh, phrase. And I said, hey, Caden, I'm winning. And Caden said this, I'm winning too. <laughs> I'm winning too. You know, I thought, wow, this guy's in last place. And he thinks he's a winner. When I grow up, I want to be like Caden. And you know, the, the reality is, is that Caden was, in was not in the same race as I was in. He was in the race of what three-year-olds do, and he was winning, checking out rocks, looking at leaves, just, you know, watching birds, having fun. He was winning. You know, many of us think we're losers because we, we don't know what race we're in. We think we're in the race of becoming the most popular. We think we're in the race of becoming the most beautiful. We think we're in the race of... Uh, of having the most finances. We think we're in the race of, uh, of whatever it is, whatever worldly standards or, or even expectations we have in the church of what success is, we, we, we will think we're a loser. I remember when I was learning some of these things and basically in the early 90s, I'm pastoring in Round Mountain, Nevada and You know, basically the Lord said, Steve, I want to make you successful on the inside when you don't look successful on the outside. I want to make you successful on the inside when you don't look successful on the outside. And, you know, that's really the pathway to influence. That's the pathway uh, to great leadership. And, you know, that was not a convenient season 
for me to become successful on the inside because I had so many things that were telling me I was a failure and a non-successful car. My salary was not successful. My hair was starting to be unsuccessful. My church size was not successful. My home was not successful. And I heard this, now is the time to believe you are a winner and start winning in your emotions like never before. My wife says this, emotions don't validate truth. They just validate what you believe to be true. It was a season to learn to prosper in my soul. 3 John 2 says this, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Soul prosperity is the biblical wording for this winning on the inside of ourselves. We are told our physical health and our prosperity in all things results from us prospering in our souls. I am winning too. You know, so really the question is, what race are you in? You know, it says in Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world or to the thinking patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and excellent and perfect will of God. Now, being conformed to this world is allowing the world's concepts of success to dominate our our thinking. And when you start renewing your mind, we have to let go uh, of those kind of things because if we don't, then, then it's going to be impossible for us to, to really see what is important. Here, let me just give you three ways to prosper in your soul or to win on the inside. Number one is identify the season you are in. Identify the season you are in. What is happening in us is more important than what is happening through us. As we can put language to what God is doing in us, we will know what race we are in at this time. Now, let me say that again. What's happening in us is more important than what's happening through us. Now, we don't have a ministry. Let me talk to those of you who are in ministry or, you know, just we don't have a ministry because we have a message. We have a ministry because we have a life. Now, influence, whether in the church, business, family, wherever, comes from an overflow of who we are. So what's, what's, what's happening? What season are, are you in? I remember different seasons. I was in seasons of, <clears throat> of overcoming discouragement. Remember that season? A major time. I remember I was in a season of overcoming my, my victim mentality concerning finances or just, you know, basically victim mentality, the season that that was in. I remember the season uh, of, of just not disengaging my heart from people who I perceived disappointed me. So identify the season you're in. Number two is celebrate progress, not perfection. The religious and perfectionistic mindset only celebrates and becomes joyful with perfection, but families celebrate progress. You know, if I have a religious perfectionistic mindset, I'll never think I'm winning. I'll always think I'm losing because I can never ever measure up fully to what I believe is the standard. 
No, we celebrate progress. We share very often. We celebrate the toddler learning to walk each step. And as we learn to celebrate ourselves, wow, thank you. I'm doing better in that area. I'm doing better in eating. I'm, I'm doing better in, in, in walk, you know, walking in joy and hope. I'm, I'm doing better in, uh, you know, in, in reading the Bible. Whatever it is, celebrate that. And then lastly, we've already covered the third thing is re reject worldly standards uh, for success. Success is not a goal to be attained, but a state of being. Let me say that again. Success is not a goal to be attained, but a state of being. While we, while we know God desires to bless us in every way, we have to reject seeking success instead of Him, as well as reject the temptation to get our identity from the blessings that he has has given us. Caden said, I'm winning too. Hey, why don't you say those words right now? Say them with me. I'm winning too. These are life-changing words. Wow. Hey, if you like this podcast, why don't you tell somebody else about it? Or if you haven't signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com, you can do that. You'll receive the podcast. You'll receive an email, a blog from me every week. Uh, plus, you'll get to know what we're doing online, things that we're doing. And we're working on our belief training program. And this year with our team, I'm recording this in uh, September of 2019. And so we're working with our team to create a structure to certify belief trainers and keep praying with us about that. Hey, we're here to Igniting Hope. Steve Backlin here. And remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only people who do not have hope. Hope is an unstoppable force. If somebody's gonna, if something's gonna change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful, influential quality there is in our homes, in, in our churches, in our businesses, in our relationships in the world. God asks Ezekiel, hey Ezekiel, in Ezekiel 37, can these bones live? Because he said, Ezekiel, I need to know what you think. Because what you think is going to determine what I can do. God has to partner with somebody who has hope to accomplish his will. And Ezekiel prophesied to those bones. You can't prophesy life without hope. And remember also the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, we're battling too many things, maybe personal weaknesses, relational situations, uncertainties, unresolved things in our life, bad news on the television. Listen, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You need strength today. And I say today, stir it up. Start thanking God. Start rejoicing. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's our strength. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm winning too from Igniting Hope Ministries. God bless you. We look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.